What's going on, everybody? We are back once again with the Young and Reckless podcast. It's Alex here with Shay. How are you doing, Shay? I'm good. You know, hanging in there another week. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to do today is we're going to kind of deviate from the more serious uh, events going on in the world. And we're going to have a little bit of fun with you listeners today. We are going to have some friendly debates about some pop culture events or some, some, how do some I want things. to put this? They're things. Some, <laughs> some things of pop culture. Let's say things of pop culture <laughs> that, uh, that we want to debate with you, that we want to debate with each other. We're going to take a side. We're going to call it this or that. And you as a listener can decide who you think had the better argument or who do you want to side with for your personal opinion. And we want to hear it. Leave us voice notes. We want to know this is, we, this is supposed to be fun and all inclusive. We really want to know what y'all think. Yeah. Yeah. Be, feel free to leave us voice notes on anchor, anchor.fm search young and reckless podcast. You'll find us. Um, you've already found us. So yeah, you, you're already here. <laughs> yeah. You're already here. So leave us a voice note. We want to hear what you have to say. We might even play it on the next episode. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what So, I'm not going to give away each thing until we're ready to talk about it. So, first up, we're going to do classic Disney versus Pixar. (laughs) So, and if you know the elder statesman of this podcast stances, um... (laughs) You know that where she stands with uh with this debate, but yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and let you take the floor and argue your your position. Okay, <laughs> the the old thing <laughs> it's gonna get old eventually. You're gonna stop calling me old, <laughs> but in this argument, I mean, it's not really an argument, but sure, we'll entertain it, of course. The classic Disney movies are better. You're talking Lion King, Aladdin, Little Mermaid. Well, Little Mermaid kind of blows, but Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella. Like they have better soundtracks. They're they're just better overall movies. Like what? Come on, the outside of Coco, you don't have no big songs from these Pixar movies. We need we need soundtracks. We need things, and classic Disney gives us that. Okay, that's very fair. Is that your argument? Um, yeah, sure, for now. We'll continue. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so, obviously, I'm on Team Pixar, and you can keep all your music, your whole new worlds, and your whatevers. I'm gonna have actual plot. And... And who does it in these sophis- Disney? Come on. And sophisticated <laughs> animation. Uh, um, <laughs> we're talking about Incredibles. Inside Out. Cars. Toy Story. Toy Story kills all of classic Disney by tried itself. It. All four, all tried four movies. It. Tried it. All four movies. You tried it. <laughs> put any of the four Toy Stories up against any classic Disney, and it's a dub. I you promise tried you. It. you. I didn't tried even mention it. Monsters Inc. You got Wally, Ratatouille, Up. All of these movies have significantly, significantly fleshed out plots. They have incredibly beautiful animation that doesn't need to be remastered and taken out of the vault to 
to make you feel like it actually looks good. <laughs> now, there aren't as many musical numbers in the Pixar universe, but let's just talk about the Pixar universe itself. The Pixar theory crushes anything classic Disney could ever want to do. The fact that all of these movies weave together in a storyline that spans a, thousands thousands of years but it's that's alleged that's not proven <laughs> we don't know <laughs> because we don't know but it makes sense you can't you can't there's no classic disney theory besides walt disney was a racist well yeah but i mean you know that ain't got nothing to do with movies <laughs> but yeah. no because uh, if you look at it, the if you look uh, at the animated <laughs> the animated disney movies they do connect because you got the the um what is it what's her name the frozen and the moana and they all connect together too so it's it still stands in the disney world it's not classic disney i okay stop (laughs) but even besides that yes walt disney was a racist and a sexist and we know that and that's fine but i mean you still got pocahontas and you still got mulan and you still got all these great movies and they do have plot lines <laughs> i was i was about to just torture your uh your claim there and and i decided to spare you oh good day um, it listen listen now we understand that the like we were walking into these movies knowing that Walt Disney was a racist and a sexist and that if you look at Pocahontas, it's not historically accurate. And that's all fine. <laughs> it's still a good movie. You still got Hunchback of Notre Dame. You still got Oliver and Company. You still you still got all these really good movies in here. So it's, it, it allows you... But they're not better than you... Pixar movies. They are, though. I No. Yeah. No, they're not. They're they not allow, movies. They allow you to be a like I don't I don't want to be emotional. Why Coco so goddamn like I don't want to be emotional when I watch these movies. I just want to have fun and have good songs to sing. I don't want to be crying. Like what? So Pixar movies are sad things. as hell. Yeah, you're just afraid to feel things, and that's okay. I mean, if that's how you take it, but Pixar movies are sad. <laughs> they're not always. They're not always sad. Ratatouille wasn't sad. It was. It had sad parts. Okay, because it has plot. <laughs> <laughs> the Disney movies have plot too. A plot is supposed to take you through. A I don't want to do all that. Emotions. I don't want to do all that work when I'm trying to watch a kids movie. I just want to be entertained by the kids movie. I don't want to do all that work. <laughs> kids movies are supposed to teach you things. I don't want to be taught nothing. I just want to have a good song. I just want to. Just get. I want to get my soundtrack. I want to be belting out these lyrics. That's all I want. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Don't do on. that to me. <laughs> we can move on. All right, that was classic Disney versus Pixar. <laughs> so, this next one, I know more people are going to agree with me than you, because it's the ever-standing question of could Jack fit on the door with Rose. I know where I stand, but where do you stand on this? <laughs> All right. I'm going to go ahead and say no because of physics and 
buoyancy and weight distribution because what was her name rose rose yes rose rose is on that on that door okay mm-hmm. now we all saw that there was water splashing up onto the door as she was laying on it okay so that means that given the current of the of the ocean in addition to her present weight, which I'm going to guess was 135 to 140 pounds. I doubt she weighed that much. <laughs> now now we're talking about Leo, who is a solid 170, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about 300 pounds of direct gravity-pulling weight on a piece of wood in an ocean with a high current. Now, let's let's say Jack does get on there. He could have fit. Now, let's that's not the argument. He could have fit on the the on the door. Yes, they could have both sat on the door, but that piece of wood would not have held them both. It would have capsized. It would have sunk. One side would have sunk. Jack's side probably would have sunk because he's heavier and he would have died anyway. And she could have and Rose could have possibly died because Jack was trying to save himself. Jack did the honorable thing stayed in the ocean what kind of life were they going to live anyway even if they were going to get rescued like they her family was gone she's she probably was made it to america broke because she didn't have any money for herself i mean well her family was wealthy when she got on the boat so yeah but they're all they're all dead yeah but that means she get everything what I mean, she lived, but she lived anyway. This lady was 109 years old telling this story, so. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think, I don't think uh, it was a good idea to, for Jack to get off that piece of wood. Because, I mean, let her, obviously, that was the best decision because she went on, had a life, had offspring. Those offspring had offspring. So, evolutionarily speaking, the the correct decision was made. Nah, she was selfish. She was so selfish. He could have... Because even if we go with the buoyancy and all that other stuff that you said and say he couldn't fit on that boat with her, you mean to tell me they couldn't work something out? They couldn't alternate? They couldn't... She was selfish. Because she laid there and took a whole nap while he was freezing in that water. And now, cause so it's like, come on, you could have, something could have happened. We could have did something. So once she would have gotten in the water and gotten back out, there was, that increases her chances of hypothermia. I'm aware. I'm aware of that. But there was a, there was a way, cause I think that the, the door would have held them both on there. Cause she, again, she laid out and took a whole nap and he was hanging on it anyway. It would have it would have fit both of them. She was being a little selfish because she could have curled herself, and they could have distributed the weight in a way that made it stay. If she wasn't being selfish, but she was, so no. she let him die. Three hundred pounds on a door in the ocean. I don't think so. I mean, her her weight on that door with him hanging off of it in the ocean didn't make any damn sense. So while we suspend in reality as a whole, he could have fit. Well, that's that's a different that's a thing that's a different thing because it, in the water he doesn't weigh 170 pounds. I'm aware, but and he's she, still hanging off the edge and she so he's and still she, weighing it down. And she's 
she sprawled herself across the the door to distribute her weight. So that actually makes sense. Mm, nah, they could have. She could have fit. He could have fit. They could have distributed this way accurately in a way that made them both fit. It could have worked. She was already wet, so her chance of hypothermia was already increased because she got on the door out of the water anyway. Yeah, but she got out of the water very quickly, so that that helps. Nah, he could have fit. She's selfish. <laughs> She's mad selfish. He could have fit on that door. Because he could have got out of the water just as quickly. They could have distributed the weight, and it could have worked just fine. That's possible, but I don't think so. I do. I think she was being really selfish. But she was selfish in the whole movie, so that's not surprising. She's she's a rich white woman. What do you expect? Exactly what happened. She let him die. And then proceeded to throw a diamond in the water, because what else did she have to do? So, yeah, she could have fit. And I know most people will agree with me that she could have fit. He could have fit. Sorry. He will fit in. They could have both been on that door. All right. Well, <laughs> let's let's move on to our next our next topic. Mm-hmm. What is it? So, I I was. It's a dramatic Suspect. pause. Jeez. I'm sorry. I I don't do well with dramatic pauses. My bad. <laughs> so, we're gonna talk Batman. <laughs> And the argument here is, is Batman a superhero? And I will let you take the floor first. Hmm. Okay. So, I am going to argue that he is a hero, but I'm going to put a slight caveat on my argument because I would not call him a superhero because that implies that he has powers, which Batman does not. So, I will call him a hero in the sense that, I mean, he was really the only one keeping Gotham City running because the police force was trash. You know, he's the leader of the Justice League. Yes, he, you know, all his stuff is, he does a lot of hand-to-hand combat. He might have started out as a vigilante, but he is a hero. He saves people. He say he protects the town from the crime. All the bad guys, all Gotham's crazy bad guys are all locked up. He's defeating these bad guys that actually have power. I've seen the Twitter slander of Batman. I don't appreciate it because Batman deserves respect. I don't understand why y'all are saying that without his belt, he's just Mark Cuban. That is slanderous. It's not cool because Batman really does save people. He's a hero. You done? Yes. For now. I have All rebuttals. Right. <laughs> Alright. First, I'm going to dismantle the idea that he is a superhero. I didn't say superhero. Uh, I just said a hero. That, But that was the, that was the, the prompt. Is he a superhero? <laughs> no. Because, like you said, he doesn't have superpowers. He okay. does have an exceptional skill of detective, of being a detective. He is very mm-hmm. intuitive. He is very, um, he can he can work on clues. He's very good at that. And he also has exceptional combat skills due to his training. Mm-hmm. But what Batman truly is is a trauma riddled 
rich guy who can't live with himself. So he takes on a persona that actually that actually takes over who he really is. Bruce Wayne is not actually a person. He's not the person that we are are focused on. Bat the persona of Batman is who Bruce Wayne really is, and then his alter ego is Bruce Wayne. Hmm. So what I'm trying to say is the Bruce Wayne that's the rich ploy boy philanthropist, all that stuff, he is a cover for Batman because Batman is who he truly is. He is a angry man who has experienced a horrible trauma that he is then taking vengeance for by using the resources that he has available to him. Which is a foolish, like a foolish premise because I don't care what rich person's parents got killed. They're not going out there and fighting crime. You think Jeff Bezos is going to go out in the streets of Seattle and try to protect, protect these people? No. (laughs) Anybody who is as rich as Batman is, is not going to take on justice. They're going to, but that's what makes him a hero because it's like, despite his, his status in society, despite all of this, he's still going out and he's making sure that the people of his city are safe. He's protecting Gotham from all these crazies that are running around because they have some of the most nutcase criminals there. So he's protecting the city from all this, regardless of his, he's, he's using his trauma to fuel the need to provide justice to other people. The man has he mental doesn't health want problems. Others. I mean, that could be the case, but it's not to say that he's not using it for good. What is good and bad is not he's up still to a him hero, to decide. Though. But he's he still can't... a hero. He's stopping bank robberies. He stops Joker every time you got people. They're trying to blow up banks. I mean, everybody in this town has major trauma, but he's Here. using his to save the city. My next argument is why we should stop Batman because he's not extinguishing the evil. He's just pushing it back because... Okay, let me, let me back up. Let me back up. So... Batman fights the Joker. He beats the Joker every time. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Why doesn't he kill Joker? Why doesn't he get rid of the evil? Because he doesn't, he's not in the business of killing people. He ain't the police. He ain't out here killing people. (laughs) You know why he's not in the business of killing people? Because he's in the business of continuing his vengeance path and not extinguishing his options of carrying out that vengeance. I mean, because if he, because if he's a true hero, he would get rid of the evil, not, the not put a bandaid hero, over evil, but that he's trying to let the justice system work. It is not his fault that the cops of Gotham are completely inept and cannot keep Joker in jail. That is not his problem. That's not his problem, but there comes a point where a healthy person who has, who has altruistic intentions would take it upon themselves to not allow the police force, the city of Gotham to fail once again. But if he decides to be a resident of the city and decides to be the philanthropist that's really keeping the city running, 
it's and he does continuously do his part in getting these people off the street he can't control their failures so but it it doesn't also doesn't leave it to him to kill this person that's it does no it doesn't because that's making a, a choice that that's not his to make it's not his choice to take someone's life that makes him no better than the people he's trying to stop he is no better than the people he's trying to stop but i would argue that he is because he's trying to stop them I would argue that he's not because his intentions are not pure. They're fueled by rage. But you're and... speculating on his intentions. I mean, all, we, we all... I mean, because it's like, if he's out there fighting crime, you can't say that there's no pure intention there. Because if it was he... just about rage and vengeance, he would be committing the crimes. Wrong. Hmm. Because the trauma stems from a crime. But Joker's so... trauma stems from a crime, too. But that's a different that's a different type of psychosis. Mm-hmm. Batman's specific trauma and his unrelenting need to to fix it comes from a perspective of being a victim. Mm-hmm. And but because he is not healthy enough to realize that he needs to do whatever it takes to actually extinguish the evil. He is not any better than the evil that is present. He is just creating a cycle for himself and for Gotham that is completely completely unhealthy and illegal. He Batman breaks laws for the sake of justice. I mean, who a lot of people break laws for the sake of justice. But his but also his intentions got, are not pure. He's you can not say doing that, it. But see, you can say that all you want. But if you want to go from the point of the psychosis of being coming from being a victim, then but it's I still say if it wasn't a pure intention there, he could have gone the other way because Harley Quinn was a victim and became a criminal. <laughs> so with I mean, Two Face was a victim and became a criminal. So yes, it's but, not that it's you can't say that it's not some level of purity to the intention because we've seen it play out the other way well the reason it played out this way is because of his his upbringing and training i mean harvey dent was the district attorney before he was attacked and became two-faced sure so you can't, it still, the, that same, you can still say upbringing and training was there, but he became a criminal, whereas Batman became a hero. So it's not, they ha, there has to be some purity of intention there for it to even, for very it to go little. this way, because we've seen it go the other way. It's very little, very little pure intentions. He hides in the shadows, he, he commits crimes, he locks up the bad guys to only to let them get out again he's not letting them out that's the inept police force that's not him <laughs> he knows they're gonna get out he's prepared for them to get out that's because you if you stay ready you ain't gotta get ready that's all that is because he doesn't he's never going to finish the job that's what i've been trying to say he is continually fighting these people just so that he can fight them again the next week no no because, I mean, crime is never going to not be there. The criminals just change. So it's like... Bruce, you can... Bruce Wayne has the means to 
eliminate crime in Gotham. That's a fool's errand. Crime is never gonna not be there. Like it's uh, there's always if there's people, there's going to be criminals. There's never a way to not get to get rid of because look at just look at how many villains are in the in Batman. <laughs> like this, it's just never gonna be a time where there's no crime. Yeah, no. I mean, there'll be petty crime, but there won't be mobs. There won't be drug rings. There won't be mass there murders. There will be though. No. If there's people, it'll happen. That is just the... Because if you have a hundred people, at least five are going to be criminals. <laughs> That's enough to make a drug ring. No. Yes. <laughs> I think you're wrong. I don't. I think I'm right. And I think other people would agree with me as well. <laughs> I guess we'll see. We will. But Batman is a hero. Rose is selfish. And classic Disney's better. That's just what it is. I think you lost all three of those. I lost nothing. <laughs> I think you I lost, lost nothing. Because <laughs> I mean, especially with the Batman thing, like your theory just doesn't hold. Because it's because you're really saying that. First of all, you're saying that his intentions aren't pure, but there's no way you fight crime with in with impure intentions. And also, he can't he can't completely cancel crime. It's just it doesn't happen. Well, to summarize, I'm saying that his intentions are are unpure because he is fighting crime for his personal means of vengeance, not to eliminate crime. But see, that's where as that's where we disagree. I do think now I do agree that there is some level of vengeance there, but I also believe it's one it's it's more stemming from I don't want anybody else to go through what I went through. Not from, I just want to take out the criminals. (laughs) So it's more of a protective than a actual like vengeful. I want to kill people because he doesn't kill anybody. Mm. Except he He tried to kill Superman. He should kill people. Mm. Then is he any better than the criminals that he's trying to stop? He's already no better than the criminals he's trying to stop. I would argue that he, he has he has billions of dollars that he could siphon into Gotham to clean it up, but he doesn't. But he does. He, he doesn't. He doesn't put as much as he can into Gotham. He doesn't take a take on a mantle of a political position to try to stamp out the corruption. He doesn't and, do enough. He doesn't do. He doesn't use all of his resources. He just uses his Batman suit. He hides in the shadows. He puts on a mask. He beats up on bad guys so that he can do it the next night. Eh, it's not so much he so he can do it the next night. It is because he's trying to actively stamp out crime in Gotham. He can't control the fact that the police force is completely inept. He's not trying to stamp out crime in Gotham. He, he is. is trying to live as him has his true self for as much for as long and as for as much as possible because like i said before bruce wayne batman is not an alter ego of bruce wayne bruce wayne is an alter ego of batman batman is who he really is who he wants to be the majority of the time he doesn't want to be bruce wayne he wants to be batman he wants to fight bad guys and the reason he doesn't take them out is because he wants to keep fighting them Nope. I disagree. All right. You can disagree if you want to. But we'll uh we'll see what we see we'll see how people react. Yeah. 
hopefully well. All right, you have anything else that you want to be wrong about? <laughs> you are so arrogant. <laughs> I don't. I was not wrong. Thank you. All right, but no, we'll, I don't have anything. All right, we'll leave that there then. And all right. Hopefully, people will respond. Please respond. We want to know what you think. We really do want to know what you think. <laughs> so that I can, I won't even gloat. Just, You're just, not right. Good day. <laughs> I, I won't gloat. I won't. Uh, I won't rub it in her face. You're not just, right, though. Just, just respectfully say. But you're not right. I, I agree with Alex, and this is why. But they don't or, agree with you. <laughs> they don't agree with you. People with sense don't agree with you. <laughs> All right, we'll see. Mm-hmm, we will. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye.